Thanks for tuning in to Campaigns of the Plains channel. Catch new material every Friday on YouTube, and make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to Campaigns of the Plains. This is season two of our D&D campaign. Uh, a little bit of homebrewy goodness. If you like Final Fantasy, if you like D&D, well, you're in for quite the ride. Uh, this has some uh, homebrew Final Fantasy elements in it. If you guys are just joining in, uh, make sure to go back to our channel, check out our previous episodes, so that way you can get caught up. We also have another season of D&D. Uh, kind of starts out, uh, we started as a group uh, in Barovia, of all things, and we kind of went on from there. Um, then we took a break in between D&D campaigns to do some Monster of the Week goodness. So go and check those out. We got tons of one shots too for you guys to see. Uh, a couple hosted by myself, uh, Alicia, Travis. Um, who else is? I think that's it for one shots, right? So. Who's turn next? Anyway, uh, <clears throat> so make sure to check us out on our socials down here. Uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. You guys know the drill. It just really helps us as the channel start to grow. Reach out, see what you guys want to see in the future. Also, not only can you see us every Friday, but you can hear us when, Travis? Every Wednesday when we drop our latest podcast episodes on your favorite platforms. Uh, Apple Music, uh, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, Amazon Music. Pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Um, make sure to... Uh, like and subscribe on whatever app you're using so that you get notifications every time we're dropping a new episode. Uh, we drop them at 7 a.m. Uh, Wednesday mornings so that you can download them for your uh, commute into work. And it's always the uh, episode from the week prior uh, that is loaded up each week on a podcast. So check us out there and thank you so much for listening. Awesome. So, who would like to recap what happened last week? Oh, God, I got notes. Well, I told my notes that some good grass. I found some grass. There's some good grass. There's some good grass. Um, well, we started in the, the day with some watches. They were uneventful, except for someone stole our geishal greens. Um, Becky saw a weird creature, but nobody else did, because we all rolled like, boop! <laughs> Except for uh, Marquise, but it's really hard for him to see. It wasn't there yet. It wasn't there yet. Um, let's see. Oh, okay, so then we went, you know, for a walk, and then we heard somebody approaching, so everybody hid, but Ellie was confused, so she just stood in the road. And, <laughs> and a strange guy in white clothing approached us, and he had some creatures following him. And then he offered us a blessing, and everybody else came out of hiding, and then didn't talk to the animals, and the animals said they were trapped. Um, but then the guy said that the animals were, like, bad people. And then Milos and Becky did some soul-searching and thought they might be Oni, which is like a demon. Uh, and so then we got a blessing. Oh, and for the next day, we all have plus one to our saving rolls and resistance to darkness damage. Uh, and, oh, and that guy's name was Tang Sam Zhang. Close enough. And, <laughs> oh, and Ellie learned that she needs to leave out details. It did miss an opportunity to, uh, uh, spread the word of Marquis. I know. She was just so enraptured by the weird dressed guy and the pets and his pet, pet demons. Um, so she's going to learn to leave out details. We'll find out what kind of details she forgets to tell you guys. Uh, <laughs> um, let's all go to Baron. Oh, and we've, we've met up with our cat friend. Rahatia. Rahatia. Raha. Oh, Raha. Close enough. Oh, Rahatia. Oh, Raha? Ah, A-U. Ah, Rahatia. Our cat friend, who Milos <laughs> has the hots for. <laughs> I think everybody kind of does, honestly. Becky did, too. <laughs> But I don't know 
which way which ways he swings. He at yes. least swings towards Milos. Yes, is yes. probably the, yes, is probably the best the answer. answer there. Um, so then we went to Baron, and there's good grass. There's got some good yes. grass. There's some tree roots, and we heard some kind of monster on in the in the gash. Oh. <laughs> and we don't know what. <laughs> Do you fear my gash? I do. <laughs> yes. 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 Because we don't know what kind of monster. Because we all rode really bad at our perception checks. <laughs> I stared into the gash, and oh. the gash growled back. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I think that word starts with a Q. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's it, guys. This is episode forty-four. Um, um, so yeah, yeah. we come back to. Din and Araha investigating the Oroch grass here. Uh, Araha had told you guys that uh, many people take it for um, tonics and tinctures to increase one's strength or one's vitality. What the fuck? <laughs> you should take some of that grass. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out why this episode has a shitload of leaves. Anyway. All right. What? Nothing. Keep going. We're good. Okay. Uh, anyway, so, uh, Marquis Din looks up at you and says, good grass. <laughs> Do you want to smoke it? <laughs> no, but Okaraha, Araha? Araha. With an O. I know, with an A-U. Araha. Araha. Mr. Araha said that... Araha just kind of, like, stands up. Uh. Araha just kind of stands up, kind of brushes the uh, uh, soil off of his pants, comes over and just pats you right between your ears and says, it's all right. Thank you. He said that the grass makes you strong. I'm already like, I've got like a leather pouch and I'm just like scooping some into it. All right. Just kind of, uh, I thought you'd whip out like a scythe and just go to town or something. <laughs> no, you just looks like it. death. You swing it Doctor this way. Like death. Like this. Right, like you're, you're, no, you're doing it. You're gonna like pulls this. out a gun. No, that's right. <sighs> he he yep. would be an awful gardener. I've got two guns. I can just. No. I got two guns, and I just start blasting. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, so the gash growled, and I'm gonna go right. Um, why don't you go ahead and make me a uh, let's call it a bumper gash. Um, let's call it a survival check to harvest some uh some of the uh, Orak grass. Um, Araha is going to help you. Um, he's also going to. Uh, place a hand on your shoulder and give you guidance. Oh. oh. Can I stack it? You can. I'm going to give you guidance. I put my hand on your other shoulder and I look at Arahatia like this. <laughs> I give you guidance. Oh, I, I apologize. I didn't mean to um, come between the two of you. He's my famous friend. Get your own thing. <laughs> oh my and he just kind of puts his hands up like this and steps back. You're Cheerios today. I'll go over to Araha and be like, it's okay. She, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Well, still, I, I don't want to cause uh, any hard feelings between anyone, so uh, you do not get advantage anymore because he has stepped off. No, wait! You can help him! I didn't nope. mean to be mean! Nope. I didn't mean to be But you do have two guidance. I'm sorry, so, I was people yep. you're famous anymore. I forgot. Can I help him? I'll help you! I start picking a grass. <laughs> you now roll with disadvantage. No, I'm just... But I've got it. <laughs> I'm proficient in grabbing grass. I'm proficient in grass. She is a bunny. That's true. She does eat. And grass, I'm a vegetarian. Ah. Uh, no, you still. It's a straight roll. Wait, but I said I'd help. No. Natural twenty. Okay. It's four. One. Ah. Oh, that would have been fucking sick. Fucking okay, twenty-eight. So... Um, so, not only do you manage to obtain, we'll call it, uh, five, uh, bundles of, um, Orak grass, but it is high quality 
rock grass, Ooh, which is going to lower your shiny check mark next to it. <laughs> which is going to lower your DC for making anything with it by five. You should dry high... some of it out so that Din can smoke it. Uh, wait, how much? Uh, five bundles of high quality rock grass. That's a G, not a Q. Uh, it's A U R O C H for Orock. What? What'd you say? Orock. A U R O C H. I like okay. how Josh has put the gathering classes into this ga- into this game for us, <laughs> and we're gonna yeah. come across some sheep, and Ellie's gonna be chasing him around with some shears. I need wool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make the next. The next level up uh, armor, come on. Yep, <laughs> trying to knit a sweater here. I'm trying to knit a plus one sweater of defense for my friends. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Poconos. Yes. Put that Lollafell down. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I love you Lollafells. Um, that is the children. If I die, I'm coming back as a Lollafell, yes. so I need to be able, somebody's got to carry me I around. think that's probably the most offensive uh, <clears throat> race that I covered in that video. <laughs> Everybody was so offended. I think I heard a lot of people scream. There's a lot of Lollafell in players, so... I'm sorry. They're and just, the requirement is, of course, if you're a Lollafell, you need to have a food name. Yes. <laughs> yes. My, my favorite Lollafell in Garlic Bread. <laughs> Love you, Garlic Bread. Mm-hmm. And her Chocobo Spaghetti. I think it's not even Garlic Bread anymore, is it? Oh, she's huh. back. Yep. That's right. We got distracted. Anyway. Enjoy your grass. <laughs> it just comes out of fucking. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Chocobo right. would taste much better on white sauce. Right. <laughs> oh, that's on Chocobo and Alfredo. I've seen it probably. Yeah. Chocobo. So... Yeah, Chocobo. I thought, yeah. <laughs> we know what Chocobo tastes like. That is part of the, the lore, right? Uh, We're not I, eating I the Chocobo. Like I would assume it tastes like chicken too. It's bird. Either that or turkey. But it could like, be a really like tough for as much as it's running. Like it's a big creature. What does Chocobo? That, don't Google that. Taste like. Yo, no, this is, these are important things to know. It's for Lord. Ellie's just gonna leave and start walking right. Chocobo meat does not taste like other birds because it is not a bird at all. Its meat is red like antelope, and the taste is similar to prime auroc. Oh. The fuck does so prime auroc taste like? Like beef sure. steak. Oh, I'm into it. buffalo beef bird. steak kind of. I'll eat Chocobo. Yeah, I wouldn't because I'm a vegetarian. Oh, <laughs> Ellie doesn't eat meat. Uh, that that is from the 14 lore, so it's canon. Oh. Um. So anyway. Huh. Okay. I feel like we, we all need hear to the growl. By the way. Yeah. Well, this you you heard kind of it's a bird or not. just the end of it. So, um, um, I I might go up to like the group that's harvesting the grass and be like. Uh, maybe we should like keep quiet because I just heard something from the gash. Was it a little growl? I heard a little growl. I mean, but dude, your gash could be is da- growling. It could be dangerous. I mean, maybe yeah, it's, it, maybe it's a kitty. Yeah, or maybe it ate the remains of the marble that was here, and it's humongous. Oh. Okay. So I believe in the last episode you guys had decided to venture off to the right side yeah. of the rift. And on this particular side, uh, if you remember the last time that you were in Baron, there were tiers um, to the city itself. And the buildings themselves look, or at least the ones that are still discernible, look like they're of more of an ancient build. For this area. Um, most of them are stone structures, wooden support beams. Uh, at some point in time, uh, most of the houses that have collapsed were probably of straw roof. Um, some of the buildings that are still intact seem to have opted for either like a clay or um, stone tile work. This side of the rift itself seems to have Two buildings that are somewhat intact. Three that are decently dilapidated at this point. You can make out the fact that they once were buildings and perhaps contained housing or something of the sort. But the two buildings that are left standing, one of them perhaps appears to be a place to gather. Maybe a cantina. 
as you start to approach it uh, going up the hill, you see that even though the soil and some of those tree roots that you had seen earlier are growing through it, there is almost a mosaic tile work in front of this building with colored stones. If they spent this much time making this building pretty, it's probably important. Or a bath. Um, does the... Is there any discernible, like, pattern or image in the mosaic? From this angle, not so much. The building next to you, however, is a two-story building, and it appears as though there is, like, a veranda on the second second floor. Um, so maybe if we go across the street and look over the veranda at this building, we'll get a better look. Yeah. Uh, let's... Yeah. I, I think Becky would go into the two-story building and see if she can go upstairs. Okay. Um, the door itself is um, not um, like an actual door, but more like cantina doors. Or at least they would be if both doors were on. One is left hanging uh, by its hinge off of the side. So it's easy enough to enter this dwelling. There is a deep darkness to this place, but I'm assuming you still have your lights up. Yeah, I would probably bring at least a couple with me. I might leave uh, the other three out in the road, depending on if people are hanging outside. I would probably keep some down by the mosaic, so it's illuminating that area. Fair enough. So, um, is anybody else going in with Becky? Araha is opting to stay outside and take some notes, um on the mosaic and on the building itself. Darren, I have wings. <laughs> I, I mean, that's fair. Um, I'm just opting to stay with Baraha. Like, unless I say otherwise, I'm on, like at his side. Okay, dokie. Just like, watching what he's doing, like, oh, I really like that. Like, just very attentive. He has a very large tome that he's taking uh, notes in at this point. They're all handwritten. The pages have been worn quite some time. There's glyphs and um some languages you recognize some you don't is this mosaic like on the outside of a building Mm -hmm. yeah it's like i said there seems to have been uh perhaps a cantina of some sort because it looks like the outside of this building would have faced um these stones in the uh, area here and then there's also a veranda on the second floor overlooking um the mosaic. Can I go inside the building that the mosaic is in? Well, that's where Becky was heading. Oh, I gotcha. I want to go in with Becky. Okay. So, Becky and Ellie, buddy copping it. Um, as I enter the room, do I see anything interesting here? So, in this particular room, it is definitely uh, a cantina or bar, tavern uh, area, what have you. There are a number of rotted through and grown over wooden tables, tankards uh, spilled to the floor. Off to your right, there seems to be a um, a bar. And, uh, you know, for what it was, there's kind of this mirror behind the bar. Um, and it looks like it's been mostly overgrown except for the center of the mirror. And it's deeply um, tarnished. Um, are there any, do I see any bottles still on the shelves that are still corked and have fluid in them? There are a couple. Um, one very, like, dark brown bottle. Um, when you go to, like, pick it up, it makes, like, a thick sloshing sound. Um, and then there are, like, two other, one's, like, a white bottle and one's a blue bottle, and... The white bottle, surprisingly, besides the dust on it, doesn't seem to, like, have changed color. The liquid inside is clear, and Maybe yeah, it's, it's crazy. Maybe it's magic liquor. Maybe. Um, the blue bottle itself has been cracked on further inspection on the side, and you, like, you go to pick up the bottle, and all of a sudden you get a whiff of, like, rotting, maybe hundreds of year old fruit as it kind of sloshes against the opening. Yeah. Um, I think I'll, I don't know. Could I, like, uncork the brown and the white bottles and sniff them? Uh, you certainly can. Go ahead and give me a con saving throw on the brown bottle. Ooh. 
it's an 11. 11? You have to hold your stomach from retching at the smell of whatever was in here. It may have at one point in time been like maybe uh, a liqueur of some sort, but uh, there might have been like cream or something that was mixed in at some point in time, and now it just smells and uh, like it's it's horrible. I just put that one back. <laughs> um, the white one. Why don't you go ahead and make me a strength check? Or athletics uh, would be fine. As you go to uncork this bottle, this bottle has a very uh, decently ornate cork to the top of it. It looks like it's some kind of white wood or something along those lines. Um, that's... It's stupid. That's four. (laughs) So, honestly, you, you go to uncork this bottle, you can't even seem to lift it off of the bar that's uh, housing the bottle itself. It's either super duper heavy or, or something is keeping it attached to uh, this particular portion of the bar. And can I look over the shelf it's on and see if something's latching it to it? Yeah. Go ahead and make me an investigation check. Ellie, you see as Becky is kind of struggling to pick this bottle up off of the bar. Uh, that's a 12. 12? doesn't seem like there's anything on top that it is attached to. Um, and you go to look underneath this particular bar, but there's no doors. There's no, like, other areas that you could possibly, like, get underneath and see if it's, like, you know, attached to something underneath the bar. Um, do you need help? I don't know. It just won't move. Maybe somebody glued it to the bar as a joke. A hundred years ago, and it was really good glue. Uh, oh, you know what? You turn into, like, a super beast in mist. Maybe you're, like, naturally strong. You want to try and move it? Oh, oh, um, I'm not strong, but I can try. What do I do? Oh, I believe in you. Give me an athletics check. What are you, are you trying to, like, pull the bottle up? Yeah. What are you trying to do? I'm going to try and slide it to the edge. Okay. And then pull it off. Okay. Instead of pulling it straight up. Gotcha. I get a one plus two <laughs> is three. I just barely touch it. I not moving. And it doesn't at all. Like you can feel like <laughs> even though you don't put much force behind it, uh, it doesn't seem to slide at all. Do you have, I have dispel magic. Do you want me to try that? Sure. Okay. I cast dispel magic on the bottle, on the bottle, tape, on the, in, in that area. Uh, Sure. So you cast your spell at this bottle. The bottle bubbles up a little bit. That's about it. I tried to pick it up. Doesn't move. What shit? Go get Milos. He's strong. Uh, I'll go over to the door and say, Hey, Milos, get in here. We need muscles. Uh, Asher's strong, uh, too. Milos yeah, is Asher, you in. too. <laughs> uh, I mean, as I'm like looking over uh, Raha's book, um, yeah, I'll be there in a sec. Ugh, men and their dicks. Anyway, um, <laughs> hey, Asher. Yeah? We need your help. What? This bottle's really heavy and we can't pick it up. It's a bottle? Yeah. It's stuck to the table. Well, I don't know if I can lift it if it's stuck to the table. Just, like, try. <laughs> okay, try. You gonna go inside? Sure. Okay. Uh, you're seeing the cantina as well. Um, what's your passive perception? 11. Um, okay. So you go up to the counter. Um, what are you trying to do with the bottle? I guess I, like, try to hold on to it and, like, feel if it's, like, attached to the table. Like, Yeah, it's it's definitely, like, stuck to the table. Can I, like, just giving it... Can I, like, see how it's stuck? Or is it, like... You, you look, look... The liquid is clear in here. Uh, but you don't see anything attached, like, below the liquid or anything like that. If I pull on it, it just... Yeah, I mean, it just... Doesn't know what it is. Becky wanted it. I don't know. I mean, it looks good. What? It's like hundreds of, year, of years old. Did you and try like... to open the cork and give it a sniffy sniff? Yes, that's that's what she was doing when you were watching her. Did did that part work? Nope. I don't know. Have Marquis come in here and shoot it. Then <laughs> uh, they break it. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe... Okay, let's think smarter. Then the bottle. Just cut oh, the wood around it and take the whole th- table it's sitting on. 
Wow. That's... Yeah, I don't want to make a lot of noise, though. Well, why? Because there's something growling in the gash. Oh, yeah. Title of the episode. There's something growling in the gash. Something growling in the gash. Okay, well, I'm bored, and I'm just going to walk away. Is there uh, a staircase? Is there an up? Yeah. I'm going to up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you go to the second story. Um, you kind of have to dodge a couple of the rafters that have... Um, Manage to wedge themselves in, but you make your way out to the veranda and see uh, Oraha and Milos like making notes and talking to each other and kind of kind of whispering and kind of giggling as they look. Is there a window? What? Huh? Is there a window? Yeah, You're on a veranda. A veranda. Yes, you can are now the, see. Are there rooms upstairs? No, it's just a straight staircase out to the veranda. Oh, okay. What does this uh, this mural look like? So. You take a moment. You have your torch, right? Yeah. And you, there's still dancing lights down there. Mm-hmm. You take a moment and you focus. And this mural looks like some kind of boat with wings coming off the sides. Oh. And some kind of propellers. Wait, I've seen this boat. Maybe. Is it the one that's in, 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 in our bag? No. The big model boat? Nope. No. Okay. This one is much, much different than that one. Mural with boat, wings, what else? Uh, and propellers. Hey, you two down there. Stop smooching. <laughs> or start smooching. Because we all came inside. Except for Marquise, he's staring right at you. Or and he's din. staring to the left. I don't, I can't tell. <laughs> and Din. And Din. Do you, I know what your picture looks like. Do you want me to tell you? Uh, sure. How many details do you want? Uh, Perhaps we'll just come up there and take a look. Okay, well, it's a boat. Okay. And it, I think it's flying. Hmm. Or sailing, but I don't know why it would need wings to sail, but usually wings make you fly. So Some I'm ripples. guessing that it's flying. Well, it's not really flying because it's a mural, so it's not doing anything. Are there any other details besides the ship? When will we investigation? Okay. Yeah, they stares really hard. There's a number of arrows. Um, like the backscape is of a blue, cloudy sky, and a number of the clouds look like they run around the circle of this mosaic. And at the end of their form, it looks like they have pointed ends, like arrows. The clouds look like arrows, and they seem to be. The clouds look like a circle of arrows. The clouds are making a circle around the ship, but like arrows. Like this. Like these. <laughs> well, you gotta look at me so I can show it. Like this! Oh, yes. Yes, quite. I, I still think it best if we uh, come up there and, and take a look as well. Okay, I'll come back downstairs so you guys can smooch in private. <laughs> uh, so, Milos, you and uh, Araha uh, and anybody else who would like to join them, uh... Go out onto the veranda and take a look now. Uh, Milos, you see this ship now with wings and uh, what looks to be like propeller blades uh, on a blue backdrop with white clouds that seem to be pointing in a circle around it. Around the world, around the world. Does it look like anything familiar? Uh, Like, have we ever, have either of us ever seen a flying ship like this before? Or is this completely, like, abstract art, basically? I mean, at this point in time, it's it's ancient art, so it could be UFOs for all, you know, you know. Right. Chariots of the God kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there is what looks to be a figure at the um, head of the ship, and he is wearing this blue cap with goggles, and um, he's got this big furry red beard uh, and he seems to have a leg up on the edge of the boat and he's kind of pointing forward. I wonder if it's one of those heroes that are in the book I'm supposed to be. Well, I would say that this is important for whatever this is. I'm going to draw it. Um, Becky comes upstairs and she's like wiping sweat from her brow because she was struggling with the bottle. Sure, sure. Um, uh, what direction are the arrows pointing in? Or it, what direction is the guy pointing? Um, so, looking out on it, uh, the direction is, like, to your left that he's pointing, 
the arrows seem to all be rotating in kind of a um, clockwise fashion. Okay. Um, Following his hand, what is left of us from this perspective? You actually look and you see that from this perspective, um, the overgrown but still open crater um, from the original comet that had fallen on Baron, um, the sky still shines somewhat little light down here. So it seems like he's pointing to the center where the gash is. Gash. Okay. Is there, taking note of all that, is there anything upstairs of note that looks interesting? Not really. It looks like most of the furniture at this point in time is splinters and overgrown at this point. Okay. Um, well, he's pointing towards the gash, but this mosaic was probably made before the gash was there. So I don't know if this is of any importance other than it's interesting, but I mean, it's a good mosaic. It's really kept up. Well, the, the gash is where the center of town was, so maybe it just pointed towards the center of town. I mean, this is an inn, right? Or like a bar or something? Yeah. And the center of town is usually where a lot of the commerce and stuff is in town, right? Maybe that's all. Yeah. Hey, Marquise, there's a bottle full of weird magic liquid, and it's stuck to the table. You should get it off. Get the get that liquid get off. Get that liquid off. <laughs> <laughs> Marquise, are you laughing? <laughs> oh, what if what if this is a sign though? Like you know, like in port towns, they would have like arrows pointing towards the port, towards the piers. So maybe he's pointing towards the flying ship port. I don't know what you would call that. Like an airport or something? I don't know. It would be a ship port, obviously. Fly port. Okay. <laughs> flying ship port. Good enough. Um, so are you suggesting we head towards the gash? I mean, we have to go that way anyway because my visions took place on the opposite side of the gash. We'll so just, we'll just make our way we have that to... Way. Cross it somehow, somewhere. Well, so we eventually have to go that way and like well, find a way to cross. Are you going to check the uh, yeah, bottle out, Marcus? Check the bottle. Does yeah. it look like it's just like some sort of adhesive holding it down? Uh, go ahead and roll me investigation. Oh, that's not very good. That's only an eleven. An eleven? Um, definitely not an adhesive. Um. And from what you can hear, or what you heard coming out of the bar earlier while you waited for uh, Becky and uh, Ellie to come back out, um, they must have cast some kind of magic. Not magical. Uh, so it's, it's just in a bottle. Like, Can I remove the like cork or lid or whatever? You try to uncork the bottle, and it doesn't seem like the, the cork is coming out either. Um What's your passive perception? Twenty. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> There's a painting um, in the corner of the bar um, that seems to have like rolled over, but it's still decently intact. And you look, and it seems to be a portrait of somebody. It kind of catches your eye as like everything else in here has been rotted. Hmm. Is there some sort of like little little tag or placard under that says who this person is? There is. Uh, it says, the great engineer, Sid. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Who's what guy? <laughs> this guy. It's still rolled down. <laughs> uh, you roll it up and there is this uh, burly looking man. He's got like uh, a hammer in hand. And he has this, like, blue and red helmet with goggles on. He's got this big, bushy red beard. Um, and he's wearing, like, uh, worker overhauls. He's got, like, a tool belt on. Uh, you know, all sorts of tools to Isn't be able to fix things. Isn't this the guy that was on the ship? Painted on the, and the, big, the big picture outside? Looks pretty familiar. This guy is the guy on the ship. In your book. Sid. Must oh, be I don't know. Let me look at my book. Famous. I have to take a look at the book. Have to take a look at the book. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me happy. I take a look at the book. 
I'm gonna look at my index. Go ahead and make me an investigation check. Okay. While you're doing that, uh, Marquise, you look and you see that uh, the Sid person is painted like standing on top of the bow of the ship. And he's got his leg up and he's got a hammer in hand uh, in, in one hand and he's got like this bottle in his other hand and he's pointing with the bottle hand and you follow the line and it looks like he's pointing towards the bar. Fifteen. Hmm. Uh, so Sid was a great engineer um, back during Cecil's time. He made all of the ships uh, for the barons, and he actually regretted those actions as those ships were used kind of without his permission. Uh, and he came to um, Cecil and everyone's aid uh, by loaning them his greatest work. Wings that would carry them to the sky. Heard that one. <laughs> I know a couple things. Okay, so this guy, he made the flying ships. And he was really good at making things. He was an engineer. He built things. He regretted it because, I don't know, I think they probably killed people with his ships or something. And, oh, wings that would carry people, people to the sky. So... He made people fly or something. Mm. Uh, I'm going to follow this pointed path. You follow it back to the bar, to a very uh, familiar bottle. Hmm. Becky comes back down and uh, asks, what What do you got, Marquise? Figure it out yet? Maybe. Okay. A familiar bottle. Wait, no, this is, this is a different... Same bottle oh. in the painting as he's on the yeah, bar. Oh, okay. Hmm. What is he doing with I the bottle? I will examine this bottle. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me another investigation check. Um, what's your passive perception? 18. 18. As Marquise is looking over this bottle, there seems to be something shining underneath the placard on this painting. <laughs> Ellie's like, she goes and like starts to try to grab it. So, like... It's underneath the placard, um, and you, like, pop the placard off on one side, and it swings down, and it just kind of swings, and you see there is a tiny light blue materia. Mm. <laughs> Make me a sleight of hand check. <laughs> Nobody's watching, Ellie! <laughs> uh, you at least have uh, Becky in here. Might spot Five! You. Five? <laughs> uh, Becky does spot you pocketing a materia. I make eye contact with Becky. <laughs> She's for hanging out with the uh, crowd. She learned that from watching Becky. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it? A blue materia? Yes, it's a light blue materia. Is this like an Easter egg hunt? Are we just gonna find materia? Is, what's, the guy, what's the painting? He's holding the bottle. Uh, yeah, he's holding the bottle, and you see uh, behind him the clouds are similar to the mosaic outside where they're spinning. Maybe you take the him. bottle in your hand and just. Like, spin the bottle. Um, Does the bottle twist? Just didn't come inside and just, like, grab the bottle and twist? Oh, I was saying that. <laughs> I think Marquis can figure it out. He's very smart. Does Does Din do this? Nope. No? No. Okay. Spin it. Um, I am not going to spin, spin the bottle. The bottle. Now you have to kiss whoever it is. Spin it. <laughs> <laughs> it seems dangerous when we're dealing with materials. Ooh, good magical item. don't know. <laughs> It forces you to kiss someone. You yeah. fall in it's love. It's like with an empty them. love potion bottle. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, mm-hmm. the bottle and the right. clouds are doing this. You should just take the bottle and do this. Turn it clockwise. Yeah, that's what I said. I think. Is, uh, is it laying whatever. down? No, it's standing straight up. So you want me to just, just yeah. Did, did anything happen? Yeah, it actually twists in place, and you hear a mechanical. Holy shit! It's right. <laughs> Uh, Milos and maybe Asher, who's probably stepped up to the veranda. Din, you're outside, so... Yeah, um, you guys all start to hear, uh, some mechanical churning and rocks sliding against each other as the mosaic starts to fall into place and recess into the ground and form stairs in a spiral downwards. 
Are you wondering what your favorite wacky nerds are up to? Search for Campaigns of the Plains on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and make sure to follow and like us to keep up with all our content and news. You might also find exclusive content for fans only. Remember to catch us on YouTube every Friday at noon for a new episode of Campaigns of the Plains. Oh, that's fun! Oh shit! Yeah, I was afraid we we're gonna fight the wall, te- like wall of Tetris for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you did it! You did it! You did it! Wonderful! Hopefully, Araha finished his drawing before that happened. Oh yeah, Araha finished, and he was like ready to go downstairs, but then heard the uh, the mechanical sounds, and he like peeks back out the door and like watches it, and he's like. I'm just amazed at the mechanical prowess of people hundreds of years ago. This, whoever this was, or whatever team this was, must have been geniuses. A lost his, art. Oh, his name was his. Na- I, I run outside. His name was Sid, the guy in the painting. Ooh, a painting. Hey, I told you, stop yelling. Don't awaken the slit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the gash. The goosh. Gush and gash as a goosh. Mm-hmm. Ellie starts walking down the stairs. Okay. Uh, so you all meet outside. I can't. I got the goosh. <laughs> Are you guys going down the spiral staircase? I hope so Ellie already left. <laughs> well, I going? think we're like obliged to. Right. We opened it up. Yes. I we're not been. obliged. It's just just a path. We came here for some good shit, so <laughs> we're gonna follow the secret staircase. Yeah, we spent time and effort finding the secret staircase. <laughs> yeah, bunch of moron monkeys fiddled with a bottle for like half an hour to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. So. I tried to give you guys hints. Um, anyway. You didn't say bop it, shake it, twist it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Bop it. Uh, anyway. Fancy. So, you guys descend the staircase, and as you reach the bottom, there is an archway that leads you into like the center of the column here. And as you emerge, you actually emerge somewhere within the ravine here. In the gash? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. oh shit. And you start to realize exactly uh, how deep this ravine is. It's probably a good... It's a deep gash. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably a good 300, maybe more, down to the bottom. As Araha takes, like, uh, a very small pebble and, like, drops it down and then, like, listens and listens. And then you finally hear a little clack and his ears kind of perk up and he's like, oh. At least two. Uh, don't fall. For those who yeah. don't have wings, anyway. Um, I'm guessing is the gash just completely black? Like. Downwards, yes, but as you look into the area that you've been brought into, this at some point in time was a workshop. There are a number of like wooden beams that have been like scattered about on the ledges of this area, and there's a number of like hinges and um, boards that have been rounded, U bows ship heads but it looks like something obviously crashed through this area you see the remnants of a what looks to have been a giant steel door that have crashed into this area there any cool things in here this is literally like a giant work area like across this area there's uh a couple of different archways that seem to be decently intact so okay this giant steel door is it like crushed in is like it, this like down like the, okay mm-hmm. so it, it's just at one end and it's been smushed yeah there's like two doors that would have probably you figured come together like this but they've uh, been like smashed into okay um can i go up and then since my dancing light is incorporeal, just send one is there like a crack or anything between the doors that 
I could like see through and like send a dancing light through. There's a number of uh, different passageways on the opposite side of the ravine here um, that oh, you could go into. There's also a number of different passageways on this side that you certainly could explore. We'll say there's probably about a good two on the opposite side and maybe one that isn't um, fully been filled with rubble on this side. Just about 15 feet away from you to your right. Yeah. I don't know. What should we do, guys? Split the party. I don't know. If there's, we, can, we can see if we can look in the, around it if there's anything cool, but a lot of the stuff is just big pieces of metal. There might be some hidden compartments, though. We just found a hidden staircase. That's true. Whoever built this, I think he was, like, super smart and, like, he probably liked to hide things. My book <laughs> said he was an engineer. And he was really smart. He made ships that flew. I could, but I got lowjacked. Right. Um, should I just kind of sweep? Are there like workbenches kind of in this area and stuff? Or? Um, yeah, there's one larger one on the opposite side that you can see. Um, and it seems like there's a few pieces of rolled up parchment uh, still left upon it. Maybe some old tools. Okay. Anything written on the parchment? They're on the opposite side of the ravine, so you would have to oh. pass over. Or um, you guys can go around to your left and follow that pathway to go around. It'll just take you a little bit of time. That's all. Let's do that. Or you can fly over. Yeah. Um. I mean, half the party can fly over. Right. Um. How how far how big is the gash? It's a good forty five feet across. Oh, that's easy. Um, I think Becky is going to risk just fluttering over to the opposite side to see what's in that workbench. Okay. You flying over as well, Dan, or are you going to stay here? Yeah, Okay. Uh, so the two of you spread your wings and flutter over to the other side. You find this very heavy workbench, and there are three different rolled up pieces of parchments. Um, present on this table, as well as a number of uh, what look to be, like, ancient rusted metal tools. Uh, I'll open up the parchments. Okay. Um, so there are three different parchments, and you unroll the first one, and it looks to be, like, an unfinished plan for something. Um, it's real hard to figure out, like, what this was a piece to, is it looks like somebody had maybe drawn, like, a doodle, like, even named it, like, figure A, and then just kind of toss it to the side. Okay. Uh, what's the others say? They're basically similar, um, with varying differences, uh, in orientation on the paper, and, like, like I said, it's hard to read whatever this is. It's very well drawn, uh, and mm-hmm. you get a feeling that the paper is very ancient, and also, like, very thin. It's not parchment. It's like a really thin, like, vellum or rice, like... Stack them on top of each other. Papyrus. Make a, make a 3D picture. You're not there. Um, stack uh, it. <laughs> um, I, I think I'll take the parchments, okay. because I figure that uh, Araha probably would find these interesting anyway, so... Sure. Um... And uh, is there anything else that I see over on this side? Uh, like I said, there are two archways on this side, uh, on either side of this bench that you could go into. Okay. Um, I think I'll turn to Din and say, should we go much further? We don't want to leave the rest of them over there, do we? Split the party. Let's go. Okay. Sounds good. Anyway, um, here. One second. Um, uh, heads left, tails right. Heads, we're going left. Left yeah. archway. Uh, so as you guys see, as I imagine, Din just like looks back at you, smiles, waves, and they, uh, her and uh, <laughs> her and Becky disappear into a dark tunnel down on the left. Are there tunnels there. here to disappear into? There is one on your side, yes. I want to go on an adventure. Ellie just starts backing into the other tunnel. <laughs> Bye. Ellie, what are you doing? You can't just go by yourself. I'm fine. We're grown up. I'm distraught. Poppy's with me. Great Poppy. Poppy with me. You see Poppy poke her head around the door and just kind of reluctantly, like, roll her eyes and then, like, start to walk towards you. Perfect, let's go! This sounds like a bad idea. We should not be splitting the party. It's too late. The girls have decided. 
Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those of you wishing to go over to the opposite side where uh, uh, Din and Becky decided to go into, or even take the third option, uh, it would just be a quick walk around to the other side. Take You look at it, it probably would take you a good 10-ish minutes to get to the other side if you went towards the uh, opposite side of the ravine and then cut around. I'll stick you. with Ellie. Sticking with Ellie? Oh. Araha is going to stick with you. Well, I suppose we should go on. Alright, let's go. Are you following Ellie and Milos? Yes. Okay. The party has split. Well, I don't know about you, but I think it was nice knowing Din and Becky. <laughs> so, they may not be dead. But we may not find them again. <laughs> oh, we'll find them. On the other side. What? Why? Go. We'll, we'll just find them. You always find who you're looking for. Well, I mean, in the long run, uh, I guess we'll meet up with them on the far plane, at least. What? No, not dead! <laughs> That's not what I meant. It's not great this time of year. I'm just going to be false. You might want to know that. <laughs> I just... Either way. So we'll follow that group first. Uh... With Milos and Ellie and Asher and Marquise. I didn't Arana. mean dead. I didn't mean dead. I meant like I've got that locate object and I could just look for one of their things. And if they're still with their things, we'll find them. If they're not still with their things, then they're probably dead. Heroes never die, except for that one time when, when Asher died. No, but we brought him back. They certainly do. Not in the books. Right. Okay. So. Great. I'm glad we're in a book. By writing everything down we're doing for your seventh installment. So as you guys are speaking, and you no longer have the dancing lights, but you do have your torch, as Ellie is leading the way, uh, and I guess you have uh, Poppy as well, shedding yeah, a little bit of light. Poppy like 20 feet of light. Mm-hmm. So we can see okay. So you guys walk along this corridor. It's about... Wide enough for you to walk shoulder to shoulder, and it begins to incline and become rather damp down here, and it starts to smell of mold and old earth and something else, something pungent that you can't quite put your finger on. You hear the drips of what seem to be water leaking somewhere through the roof as you look up and see that a number of vines have worked their way through the ceiling. You go down, and the darkness seems to encroach upon your lights. Sounds begin to echo on the stones in this hallway, no matter how slight. Eventually, you come to a wrought iron gate. <coughs> it seems to have been forced open at some point in time. And there is, inside of this... Decently large area, a metal cage. Oh. A large metal cage. And you look around now with your light, and that pungent smell seems to finally ring in your minds as blood, old blood, and bones, and rotting rags. This place is lovely. There's nothing in the cage, huh? Not currently. At some point in time, it looks like something had burst through the cage. I would like to leave. I think maybe the thing you heard growling here at one point? Well, this was your idea. I would like to leave. <laughs> is this is this area, like, behind this gate, is it just a big open area, like a big, like a room? There's no other paths? There is another path on the opposite side of the cage. And it, too, looks like it's been forced open. Well, I could easily go that way, so I should go back this way. Or do or are we brave and want to see what it is? Oh, I don't know. Are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> what does everyone else do? Do we want to investigate just the area? Maybe come back when we have all of our party? And maybe this is the way out. Okay, let's do that. So, who would like to investigate? I wish we had Din with us. She might be able to tell us what kind of creature it was. I'll look around. Alright, go ahead and roll me an investigation. I will do the best. Mm-hmm. 
can I try and help him with like some prestidigitation? Oh, like, to try and like hey, clean guidance. stuff. Um, I mean, at this point in time, you're not really sure, like how much your your prestidigitation can like wipe the stones clean uh, of maybe loose soil, but like you're not really sure what the original state of this room was, so it's real hard to tell like what clean would have been. Do these bones look like sure. they've been here for a long time, or some of them look fresh? Um, a little bit of everything. Oh, so this oh fresh bones. This is its lair. 28. Oh! channels his inner detective and starts to look around this area. This gate that you guys came through is rather large. And the cage is rather large as well. The tunnel that you came down was rectangular in size. The cage itself, as you begin to investigate, has been busted open in a fashion that would match that shape. And you look to the ground where Milos has uh, prestidigitated, and you look at the stones, and it looks like somebody had dragged stone on stone. It's leaving, like, flint marks, basically. And you look to the other side of this cage, and there is a hole that is similar. You also look to the walls for the very first time and see that there is a number of very large claw marks spaced out as if something was dragging itself along the ground going both directions big Big stone lizard do we do we see any like char marks or anything like that not char Oh my gosh, is it one of those big but square... there is a tinge of magic in this air. And you see a number of areas where the roots have grown into most of this area. Some spots you see round, perfectly round, dead spot. And the stone underneath those roots is Completely blackened. Not like flame, but perhaps like void magic. We want to try and catch up with uh, Becky and Din. Uh, I, I don't feel like we should keep going down this path. I agree. Let's go find them. Which path are you guys taking to leave this area? Back the way we came. Okay. <laughs> right? Yep. Alright. So, you guys start backing up and moving out the way that you came. Suddenly you... Those of you with a high perception, so Ellie and Marquise, you hear stone on stone behind you. From the way that we came or the way that we had been going? From the way that you came. (gasps) Din and Becky. Let's go the other way. (laughs) I know what it is. You guys. (laughs) Travel down this hall, and at the end of this hall, you actually come to a set of stairs that lead you upwards. It's a very short flight of stairs. Wait, to the outside? Well, this nope. is convenient. Just up. Oh. Not, like, all the way back to the surface. Just a, a short flight of stairs. Yeah. Um, go up it, I yeah. guess. All right. So you guys get to the uh, top of these stairs, and you see um, a metal door in front of you. It has uh, bars across the window so you can see in, um, but... The door itself seems to be a pretty sturdy work. Yeah. Um, I might take a uh, dancing light and just push it through the bars and just kind of inspect what's on the opposite end of the door. Inside, as your dancing light floats in, you see this was some kind of office at some point in time. Uh, it's rather spacious, um, kind of a long, like a, a long uh, <coughs> rectangle in shape. Uh, there seems to be more of the room off to your right, and everything in front of you uh, seems to scream office. There is um, a large desk. Um, there is a chest in the corner, as well as a number of arms. And also, when you look to the far right, it looks like there's a bit of light coming into this room. Um, is this uh, door locked? 
that's in front of us? It is. Hmm. Wait, you said there's bars? Mm-hmm. I can turn to a snake and go through there. Probably like that. I've done that before. Um, and maybe see if they can unlock it from the other side? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. So you um, turn into a winged snake again, mm-hmm. go on the other side of the door, and you look, and uh, there's no, like, paddle lock or, like, key turn on this side. There's nothing? There wasn't one on the other side either. Okay. So like, check, around on, check around on that side and see if there's any, like, levers or keys or anything. Yeah, I'll look around for that. Go ahead and make me an investigation check. Eleven. Eleven? Um... As you turn around and look towards uh, the room itself, you see that there are a number of levers over by the desk, as well as a number of buttons on the desk, built into the desk. There's about three levers, two buttons. Okay, there's some things on the desk. I want to go mess with it. See what happens. Yeah, sure. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Activate kill sequence. Uh, what are you attempting first? I want to mess with the levers. The levers? So there are three levers. You have left, middle, and right. I'm going to do the left one. Okay. Um, so you pull on the left lever, and you hear something move over in the direction off to the far side where the, the light is coming from. Can I... And you look over in that direction, there's a giant window about 15-ish feet off to the side where there is a light pouring in. Uh, that's not the door. I'm just gonna ignore it and go to the next switch. Okay. The middle one. Again, more sounds from that area. The right side again? Mm-hmm. We're gonna leave the last lever and then we're gonna skip to the button. There's two buttons? Or? Two buttons, yep. Okay, two buttons. I'll do the, the left one. Okay. You push the left button and it glows red. That's probably not bad. <laughs> Nothing happened? Doesn't seem like it. Okay, press the other button. And the door pops open for you, Becky. Uh, yeah, I waltz on in. All right. Um, so yeah, you now take a good look at this room. Uh, there is a decently large chest located just to the right of the uh, desk itself, and there's a coat rack where somebody might have hung up, um, you know, clothes, a tool belt, um, and then off to the right of that, at the end uh, of kind of this overlook, you see light pouring into this window. It's a little, like, three, four steps up to be able to, like, get to the window to overlook. Okay. Um, I'm, I might go look out the window and just kind of see where it points. So, you step outside, <laughs> or step up to the window, and outside, you see full-blown airship. Perfectly pristine in this underground cavern. And you also see a number of giant metal arms uh, on brackets, like, above... Uh, where the ship is. I think we just hit the jackpot, in. How do we get this out of here? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's one more Maybe lever. we have to push more buttons. There's one more that I haven't done. It's the last lever. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe, like, it op- it maybe I'll open the door above the... Is this, like, airship in a room underground or something? Mm-hmm. Or what's up? It is, okay. yeah. I bet there's a way to open the door on top, so... Let's do the last lever. Yeah, why not? Okay. Um, so you had pressed uh, the left lever, and then you pressed the middle lever. Mm-hmm. Um, as you pull on the right lever, the robotic arm moves over to the right, Becky. You see it moves over to the right of the ship, and then stops, and like starts to go down, and it tries to pick something up that's just not there. To unload things, I bet. Oh. Nope. Wrong one. That's just for some, like, weird, like, machina arm. Um. Should the middle one, then? Are the other levers? Yeah, sure. What are the middle um, one? Do you think anything changes? Are you pushing your pulling? What's the difference? Well, if I can pull it, I guess I pull it, then sure. So, Becky, from your perspective, the arm actually folds back and, like, starts coming towards the window itself. And it whoa, stops. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, stop, stop. And it's, like, right in front of you at the window, but kind of off to your right. So if I push it back in... If you push it back, mm-hmm. it folds back. It starts going back okay. towards the front of the ship. Um, hey, did you push all the buttons? What uh, do all the buttons do? The one on the right opened the door for you. Uh, I don't know what the left one did. 
It just it glowed. It was cool. Watch it again. See if something different happens. You suddenly hear this from within the factory area where the airship is. Oh, That's probably okay. <laughs> suddenly, from one of the side rooms, you see the rest of your party members rush into this area chased by this living wall with a giant bone arm I knew it. pulling itself along the ground I knew it. with this uh, horned skull. And that is where we will pick up next episode. No! Yo, pick it up like a... Like the, like the... <laughs> pick it up and yeet it against the wall! So, remember guys to check in with us next Friday for the next new episode. And make sure to follow all of our socials on the bottom. Give us big likes and subscribes and comments. Let us know what you thought. You know, we appreciate it. And we'll see you next Friday. Bye! 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 Bye. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next week. Make sure that whatever platform you're watching or listening on, you are following and or subscribing. If For those of you on YouTube, make sure you go down below and let us know what you thought with a comment, and give us a like if you could. Uh, subscribing, hit that bell. If you're on any of our podcast platforms, make sure you are following, and if any of them allow you to comment, go ahead and do so. We do pay attention, and it helps us to know where to go forward.